Okay, welcome to Literally Whatever. Uh, I'm Denton Walker. We're back. <laughs> yeah, that we are. Oh, my levels are really fucked. Like, this is, Yeah, this is uh, going to be an interesting one. I I think so. It's it, like uh, or like we set up Cam. You didn't really introduce yourself. Though. No. Well, you... I'm Cam. <laughs> they... Yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a rough one. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we we're like okay, seven. We're like seven o'clock Sunday. It's like okay, got it. So then, I work night, so I got up at seven. Oh at, really? Of course, had nothing prepared, so I had to spend <laughs> another fifteen minutes digging out headphones and mics. <laughs> and then on top of that, yeah, just this might be unusable. I'm really hoping, like well, I'm. I'm we'll fucking, see how it goes. Anyway, this is yeah. episode. 64 this is, is the it? real episode 64 we two and <laughs> two years ago and a few months or whatever <laughs> our last one we uh holy shit we thought it was 64 but it's, it wasn't <laughs> we got i remember we got it wrong once we made a big note of it and i guess we just did it again is that the case <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened but anyway Surprise! Yeah, we're we're back. <laughs> uh, I was just kind of the hiatus sit- is done. <laughs> we got uh, some good rest. Yeah, believe it or not, didn't help. It's gonna be the same stuff, but I think that's good. I I was looking back at uh, some of the uh, synopsises of mm-hmm. our uh, previous podcast. I'm like, fuck, those sound awesome i should listen to those again i i listened to a couple of them i it's like oh i remember that there's some (laughs) fun stuff well yeah that like i know this is gonna sound super douchey but like every like more so when we were actually recording like more often obviously um uh I I'd go back and like listen to a bit of one for whatever reason, and uh, it would just uh, I don't know it'd be stuffing it that made me laugh like honestly <laughs> laugh. I'm just like, well, either we're just actually funny, or or, or or like I'm a narcissist. I'm just like, ha ha, that's me on the radio. I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but right, yeah. Well, I was just uh, while I was waiting for you. To get yourself uh, in order, yeah. I was listening to "No More Tears," aka the best <laughs> song in the world. <laughs> no more tears. Uh, is it that one? Like, yeah, yeah, that uh, one. Yeah, no yeah. more tears by Ozzy. I, I got it. It was like last year, sometime. Or I get. I don't know if it was even a year ago. It was like in the summer ish. I guess maybe. I just got so into that song. It's <laughs> such a weird one to be into, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just sort of... Well, I watched the video for it out of nowhere one day. And I was like, that's a sweet song. And then I just started noticing things about it. Like, 
the the guitar tone is like way too heavy for that song because there's <laughs> it's like pretty minimal what what Zach Wild does and it's just like what he's just ri- he's just like jamming the shit out of that riff and it's so heavy and like <laughs> and then there's this awesome solo and there's whale sounds it's just, it's great it's a fantastic <laughs> song yeah, it's uh, it's chock full of goodness. Does he have his like weird little squeedly in it? Like, woo! Oh, oh yeah, he does that. Yeah, of, of course. I've heard this song. It's just I've never like it. Like, uh, I like some Aussie stuff. I'm not like a huge fan. I much prefer Black Sabbath. Yeah, but I I don't have like I can understand why people like Bark at the Moon. That's a nice song. It's a nice, mm-hmm. it's it's a nice, nice song. song. It's very, that's a very sweet song there. Ozzy's nice. Ozzy's a good boy, and he's making some some fun tunes. But uh, <laughs> I, I get like I get that one. I get well, Crazy Train's a monster hit for him, so I'll, you have to get that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, No More Tears was never really my jam, so I never got. You, you gotta yeah. listen to it. I'm telling you. <laughs> Everybody, pick I up. Just, a... <laughs> it just makes me laugh too. I just love how heavy the guitar is in that song. It's uh... a. <laughs> it's really, it's really chuggy. Yeah. It... But and then the solo is awesome. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, that was what? Uh, what year was that song? Eighties, nineties. Uh, it was in the early nineties. Okay, just we're just slipping out of the eighties. Where you had brought up a good point before. Um, I don't know if you ever did on the show, but like you're like just every band in the eighties, like metal band, rock metal band, just all their guitars were really good, despite how shitty the band was. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, like Winger and, yeah. and Rat. Except, well, I love those two bands, but they're like nobody likes them. No, no, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> kind of okay. Uh, well, since well, I guess we have two years of shit we can bring up. But since we're just talking about uh, um, stuff we got like weirdly obsessed with, especially mm-hmm. musically, um, last Christmas, um, uh, and no, I wasn't obsessed with Wham, haha. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, oh, uh, God. Well, okay, Cam. When we were like, when in our much younger days, when we were back, uh, in I think we were much, just out of high school. Much younger days, yes. Yeah, so much, <laughs> yeah. much younger. Much younger. Well, shit, nearly two decades. Like no joke. That's fucking much <laughs> younger. Oh, God, I hate it now that not, we can measure. Not two decades. It's like a decade and a couple years. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking bad at math. Anyway, <laughs> holy shit. Well, see, it's older for me because I have dementia. That's why yeah, uh, I see. Yeah. Um, uh, but Cam, he, he like, I forget the circumstance. I was, like, into heavy metal Christmas music. Like, mm-hmm. It was basically just Twisted Sister. That, <laughs> that they, And then Cam just busts out, like, hey, check this out. And it's a compilation of uh, um, bands that do heavy metal Christmas oh, songs. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
like uh, Dave Grohl and Lemmy doing Run Run Rudolph. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, uh, Lemmy, God rest his soul. He's uh, running with the reindeer now. <laughs> he sure uh, is. Yeah, but uh, there's one song on it by uh, Christian heavy metal band Striper. Oh, right, yeah. Walking in a Winter Wonderland, and they it's a live version on uh, the... It's a live version on the Christmas album, but I looked it up on YouTube. Uh, a recording of it exists, and really? it's the it's the fucking best. Like they <laughs> they have like some intro chatter, and he's like, "Come on, guys, let's record this song." And everyone's like, "No, no." It's like, "Come on, you gotta do it." <laughs> I forget everybody's name. It's like Nick on the drums. You got back. I was like, no. I was like, fine, guys. I'll get started. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? They're trying uh, to have some in-studio banter, like Van Halen or something. Exactly. And uh, so the drummer's like double kicking and stuff, and you know, the singer's just singing, and he's like, like John, get in here. A beautiful night. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that song actually. Yeah, I I fucking loved it. Like uh, people, the reason why I I really am a suckle for suckle sucker for vocal, <laughs> vocal harmony. So I yeah. actually kind of like that song, but it's fucking retarded. Uh, sorry for the yeah. Like I I listened to it like probably like twenty times in a row at work. Just I was moving boxes and listening to. Heavy, like striper Christmas music, uh, but yeah, I, that was my. Well, I've got, I've got more. Do you want to dive into this topic? Or <laughs> into did you more, want... it's more Christmas heavy metal songs. <laughs> well, there, there's tons, Cameron. It's <laughs> I know. Un, um, but uh, no, just weird stuff in music videos. I don't know. Did we ever do that on an episode? Did I ever talk about the uh, the turtles uh music video <laughs> i don't think so oh we, maybe i don't know maybe i'm maybe sure not. i told you about it but i don't know if that was just you and i just actually talking or uh if that was a thing the thing is when you get to be old timers like us mm-hmm. i'm i'm 20 decades old um and i uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh apparently by my math um when you get to be old, uh, time slips away. Like two years, it doesn't feel like two years. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Kind of has. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> Did we to be so wrong? Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I. It, it doesn't feel like the, it to me. But the last thing we talked about on this show was the Force Awakens. Fuck! Holy shit! That was. Well, uh, yeah, I I don't know what to say. I don't know why I'm so flabbergasted. Like, <laughs> oh, the last thing we talked about was a Force Awakens. It's like, oh my god, ah, uh, like, it's like, yeah, okay, that that's just the truth. Um, well, I mean, two Star Wars movies have come out since then. We could talk about that's those. True. <laughs> <laughs> just I, before we before we get into that, though, I was yeah. You're wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. You're right. And I was actually going to ask you if you'd listened to Iron Maiden lately. Because I did not too long ago. And I was like, I fucking love this. Oh, really? I haven't. I honestly, they had that one album. 
uh, I forget what it's called, but it's with the undead tank crew. Oh yeah, the the Book of Souls. So um, I think it was the one before. No, there's like one after that. I want to say it's called A Matter of Life and Death. But... Oh yeah, oh yeah, that that one that one came out a little while ago. Well, yeah, yeah. I regardless, I was just like. I listened to it and it followed that same fucking Iron Maiden. Like after Iron Maiden released A Brave New World, yeah, they're a, pretty formulaic. Exactly. And I even there's even a song on Number of the Beast where I I was just cruising with my roommate. He had Number of the Beast playing on on the stereo, and I I didn't know what. Uh, exact song it was and I'm like what is this fucking from a brave new world he's like no this is like classic <laughs> Iron Maiden I'm like holy shit just sounds like sounds like everything they've ever done except for their good stuff so yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway yes uh, it's been a while for me since Iron Maiden uh, the, for that the, reason well yeah. yeah the Book of Souls is their newest album and it was actually pretty good I'll have to check it out I I used well that was one of my if I had three bands growing up that really just defined how much I it defined the way I liked music in high school it was like Iron Maiden um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Metallica and probably equal time but kind of split up um, Dragon Force and Rush. <laughs> nice, yeah. Start, started off with Dragon Force, and then I'm like, oh, I'm learning how to play an instrument. I guess I better like mm-hmm. Rush. Yeah, I I liked Rush at the time. I never I never fully got into them until my later days. Oh yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> like it was a tail Rush was a tail end of high school, but like uh, mm-hmm. Chris, uh. Well, our friend Chris, uh, he he is like just gave me. It's like here, do you like? Here's some stuff with drums in it. And he pushed it, <laughs> and it, like uh, he gave me the Rush Thirty Russian Rio. And oh the yeah, dr- that's a good one. Saw he's like check out this drum solo, and it it changed my life. I was, then then I uh, was totally committed to drums until I gave them up (laughs) (laughs) you know it's how it goes yeah I think I was I was just threw on Power Slave like a little couple months ago and I was just like man this album's sweet I yeah Power Slave is yeah the thing is they have some of the most solid album, like as much shit as I was like, and it all sounds the same. Even their old stuff sounds the same. It's like Iron Maiden's fucking love Iron Maiden. Like, yeah, I'm a huge fan of their first two albums. Which, yeah, me too. I love those ones. Yeah. Paul, Paul Diano, who like, last, <laughs> it was weird. Like I watched this documentary, um, where Paul, it just showed Paul Diano just like touring around. Uh, he's just doing basically. He's basically an early Iron Maiden cover band. He's mm-hmm. like wearing like a jersey, yeah, and, and like a ball like, cap, gold chains on and shit. 
You look like a weird cross between like a hip hop and new metal guy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Hell of a singer, but he has no style. Sorry, Paul. I've spoken. Very strange. Yeah. But all right, so uh, let's give these new guys Iron Maiden uh, a listen, shall we? (laughs) Check out the Book of Souls. I'd really love. (laughs) I wish we had that poll. I saw that tour in in uh, in Toronto. Yeah. And it was it killed. Killed, man. Of course. Like uh when they were in uh Alberta when they were here. It's one of the like I I've been to a surprising amount of concerts for how much I dislike leaving my house. <laughs> and uh Iron Maiden is like like whole Iron Maiden for me is one of those holy shit concerts. This was an experience. Like, uh, they start off like uh, they have this song called "Aces High." Yeah, that and was, that was killer. Yeah, you, you. I mean, I don't know how many people like heavy metal that listen to this. I'm gonna say none. <laughs> the people that I actually talk to that listen to it are just like one. One girl, Amber uh, Amber Solberg, she um, she makes uh, she, paintings and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's a very cool, artsy girl. Check out the Amber Solberg makery. It's an entire uh, makery. Yeah, a makery. Um, she she has like these weird, like little embroidered patches that say "fuck" on them. It's it's <laughs> cool. Uh, yes, but. Uh, Anyway, I remember one of her comments about the show was like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but it's funny. So <laughs> I, I was a little like, oh, okay. So, well, you know basic- what? Iron Maiden is funny. I, when, when, yeah. you see, when you see Bruce Dickinson just flying around the stage in like a bird mask and trash pants. <laughs> I, it, there's a... Oh. I think it's actually when Iron Maiden did a show in Rio, believe it or not, um, is when I first got introduced to Bruce Dickinson. He's the lead singer of Iron Maiden, and he's an enthusiast of every weird kind of like <laughs> weird thing. He's a, a fencer, a pilot, he's a tank enthusiast, and he's cre- <laughs> he's a credited tank enthusiast. That was yeah, on it. I remember. A, ta- a tank TV show. It's like Bruce Dickinson tank enthusiast, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, he has like these. He's like he's of, like an Olympic yeah. class fencer too. That's what he was gonna do before yeah. before he joined Iron Maiden. He's the fucking best. He was like, yeah, I was on my way to be in the Olympics for fencing, and then I joined Iron Maiden. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, I I never caught exactly, like, holy shit, and, like, back in the 80s, that, like, I don't know why you would make that decision. Oh, I could, oh, well, well, I know, because being in a band, a band starting off is about as obscure as being an Olympic-level fencer. Even if you won <laughs> gold medal, <laughs> they would... All of Britain would be like, "Hey, good job, Bruce." <laughs> They'd go back to doing other shit. Unless you do like <laughs> a cool Olympic sport, nobody cares. Or unless you're like just insane. Like Usain Bolt is only yeah. still remembered because he's as uh, he's as fast as a leopard. 
as <laughs> I, do, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Probably. That's, well, that's... Yeah, we're like 100 references deep now. I mean, um, his... That's... I wonder if his name, like, put him on that path. Well, yeah, like, that is a rather comic book hero name. Like, Usain Bolt, and he just happens to run really fast. Like, come on, that's, like, punish. It's like that, <laughs> it's like that one time when we were on an airplane and the pilot's name was Keith Wingfield. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, people... I feel like that there's... <laughs> destiny, that's just all exactly. it is. Just an elf reading from a tome telling, talking about <laughs> destiny and Keith Wingfield and Usain Bolt come up. <laughs> Two men whose destinies are something, something. I can't come up with prophetic shit to say right now. Um, anyway, Trash Pants. Check out... <laughs> check yeah. out a, uh, so check out Bruce Dickinson's Trash Pants. Um, uh... But yeah, Iron Maiden was, uh, yeah, Ace as High as playing. Starts off with a Winston Churchill speech, and it's got a little lead in with a guitar. Um, so it's like, and then it's like, it's like, it's like an, it's like the whole crowd takes a breath in, like, (gasps) we, yeah, we were really, really close to the stage at that point, too. We are very close. We're like, oh yeah, we're they're going to be sweating on us. We might get a piece of trash pants slammed on us. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, bam, and 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 the song kicks in and it's fairly fast paced. We get shoved back, just yeah. <laughs> probably like ten rows, just like it was standing. So it's not like a fucking riot where people are like tossing us out of chairs. But we got pushed back. Uh, way way back so it was but it was just uh, it was awesome and they played they for whatever reason decided to play none of their new album uh, well so that yeah was, that was a it was the somewhere back in time tour so it was like a basically greatest hits and it was sweet uh, that's basically uh, that's exactly what you want from a band uh um, fucking computers like d- don't worry folks my computer's securing itself and oh. d- relax my computer's security Very good. Um, but uh yeah it was it's exactly what you want from like an old school like 80s metal band it's like we're just gonna play all the hits I, I know we have a new album out from like a year ago but uh don't worry about that and then it was like <laughs> We weren't. We play, <laughs> play wasted years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, when I saw them in Toronto, it was it was still good. They did quite a few of the new songs, but they were actually enjoyable. It sounds like it. <laughs> they were enjoyable. <laughs> they no. were. They were fine. <laughs> you were. The, you were. <laughs> sorry. I don't know. Uh, I was on the floor for that one again because just randomly floor tickets came up. It was like like two days before I was leaving for Toronto because I was going there to see David Gilmore. Mm. And then 
I'm like, I'm just going to check these Iron Maiden tickets again. It's like, oh, there's floor available. Okay, I guess I'm going. <laughs> well, then, I mean, why not? That'd probably be... Was it... Like, I I know it wasn't... Okay. First off, standing? Like, yeah, was yeah. it... Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, secondly, um, as good, worse, or better than the... Uh, um, I think it was... Calgary or no we no, saw we Edmonton. In Edmonton for that one yeah I don't know was it, was, it? it was probably as good I'd say nah I just have I don't know it might be because like I said earlier I rarely leave my house if I have to um I'm just I just, just the buzz the tingling fuck I don't know what I'm trying to say but <laughs> It seems like there'd be like an energy in like a city in Toronto where it's just like, oh yeah, it was just, pretty pretty nuts. Yeah, like <clears throat> any whenever you see a music video for the Scorpions, that's what I expect. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of feeling I get when uh, you're in, at a big city concert. Just everybody's like, like climbing on top of each other but like not violently they're like oh yeah, yeah we all love the scorpions it's, <laughs> anyway. it's kind of funny because like it was in toronto in april so it was like i'm not used to it uh, being cold at that time anymore <laughs> right right so, so it was like fucking blizzard that day uh, <laughs> and i have to like wait outside it was really stupid Shit, it was like a credit card entry thing for the ticket, and I was at uh, the one door where I went in two days earlier to go see David Gilmore, and I was like, okay, I'll just come to this entrance for Iron Maiden because nobody's here. Right. So I went to that entrance, and I like try to get in. They're like, oh, you you can't get in this way with with your general admission floor. You have to go all the way around the building to, <laughs> to gate three or whatever it was so i was like oh, okay right and it was like huge lineup of people and outside i was like ah <laughs> uh. it's like a blizzard out so i'm just standing out there by myself yeah, waiting yeah. <laughs> it's it's not even like like uh you have like a friend there to be like, huh, this, this weather, huh? It's like, huh, I know. I wish I was inside. Like some, like somebody to small talk with to mitigate the, uh, the pain. I guess you could have yeah. st- struck up a conversation with strangers been like, yeah, like Iron Maiden. It's like <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's this really drunk guy like, <laughs> oh, fuck. behind me or something who thought he was getting into the show, but he was not. No, from drunkenness or lack of ticket. Uh, yeah, his ticket situation was not proper. <laughs> very, very cold to this man. As cold as that <laughs> blizzard. It's like you you sound like you're running like some sort of <laughs> like like you're an officer. His ticket situation was not proper. <laughs> Ab- I- I don't know. I guess that's all I can think of. <laughs> it, it's a, it's perfect. It's just funny. <laughs> it's... And I was I was thinking like ah oh, like the lineup was so huge. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on with that credit card entry. So I was like, oh damn it, I'm gonna be like way at the back. And then I wasn't. 
So oh, nice. <laughs> I got like right up to the front again because the opening act was so shitty. Nobody wanted to be there. Was it uh, Steve Harris's daughter? No, it was. I, I don't even remember what they were called. But it was like, wow, you're you're at the wrong concert. <laughs> wow, that's that's too bad. Who? Yeah, because when we saw Iron Maiden, it was a the bassist and probably the uh, founding. Well, it's him and like Dave Murray are the founding members of Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Um, his daughter had a band, and they were not so no, good. No, not great. I, I mean, I'm sure. His daughter's very good looking, so you know, but <laughs> but like uh Yeah, well anyway. I'm not here to shit on Steve Harris's daughter. We're Well, you know what we are. This is literally whatever. We can talk about whatever we want. Wanna just finish off the next half hour just like and what was she wearing? <laughs> My god, leather know. pants, talk about cliche. Just be catty to someone a million like just a million degrees of better than me. I'm just fucking anyway. I'm spiraling. Uh well <laughs> so we we'd been in talks to do this a little earlier, um, but Cam had uh oh he had a, a big weekend. I don't know if you want to talk about it or not. <laughs> I didn't tell you about my big weekend. I I assumed I I saw I sleuthed it out. There's some Facebook oh, you... stuff going on. I I, nice. I like yeah. I I know what it is, but I I'll let you explain it if you it want. Was... If yeah. Well, it was Comic Con in Victoria. Woo! Uh, or as they like to call it, a comic festival. Yeah, they, it should have been actually. They should have just called it that. Victoria. Uh-huh. Nerd festival, nerd festival. It's like buy some tchotchkes, meet some B-list uh, celebrities, uh, local comic cons. <laughs> Which it was, it was fine. It was uh, listen. The last <laughs> it sounds less fine than initially stated, Cameron. Well, I'm just saying, the last con I was at. Right. With Star Wars Celebration, that's which was true, enormous, and that, so yeah, <laughs> the Victoria one was very tiny. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, well, I I was finished that con in like an hour. <laughs> well, maybe to make it more like the Star Wars one, you should have just waited twelve <laughs> hours before it opened and just slept on the ground. I guess so. But no, like what they, it's the first time I've ever done it here. So it was run really well. It was, it was good. People were loving it, having a good time. So that's all great. But I was like, there's the building that they're using just had a lot of wasted space in it. It's just, <laughs> Bad a, just kind of a, yeah, it's just the design of the convention center here is kind of like weird. And the exhibit halls aren't really that big. So you can't fit a lot in there. See, when you said it was, like, kind of weird, I expected it like a, um, 
like when they have like a parent teacher interview night at school where like you'll just duck into a random classroom and then there'll <laughs> be a bunch of stuff like it's not in a big auditorium it's just a bunch of like side offices there's That's... there's a kind kind of that there's like some side <laughs> side rooms oh god it's <laughs> great i love that <laughs> but the the auditorium they have in there is really good though so uh yeah friday I went and I saw what's left of Bret Hart. Oh, God. Oh, that's rough. How's, <laughs> how, how's the hitman doing? Uh, he seems okay. <laughs> it's good. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They should have They should have just blasted his music. It would have got me pumped up. Of, you mean but sing, it was just six, like you... <laughs> just like... And here he is Bret Hart, and it's just this old man just walks on stage. It's like, With, oh, oh, and he's got to have like all fucked up knees from wrestling, and he's so he's just kind of shuffling out, and he's like, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm Bret Hart. I was a genie once, wearing but that's a, not <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing a flannel shirt with like a vest over top. I'm like, that's not pink spandex. What are you doing?" Sounds like fucking Marty McFly. <laughs> is he, uh... yeah, he was. He was old man Marty McFly. <laughs> old. I go by Martin McFly now. Please yeah. don't. Uh, please don't refer to me as Marty. Yes, I've been time traveling. I gave went back in time and gave Hitler a sharpshooter. <laughs> Whatever. Um, it yeah. Was just, it was just kind of awkward that whole thing. The whole panel. <laughs> It, it is always weird like I don't know it like when people who are like huge like have to do like like little venues it is it is always kind of awkward like I don't know it, it just it feel there's an uncomfortable it, it's like the rev, the anti-scorpions thing how the scorpion <laughs> you watch a scorpions music video and you're like yeah I'm part of it uh, <laughs> what the reverse feeling of that? Like, oh no, I'm I'm trapped. That's the uh, that's what it's like watching a um, a fallen celebrity. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was well. It was just the, the moderator was not good. Nah. It's just just like <clears throat> there's pretty low energy. I don't know. But then, I don't know, he started answering questions and stuff, and it was interesting to hear some of what he had to say. Oh, yeah, any wrestlers are... Wrestlers are awesome. Any interview I've heard of the wrestler is just like, this is actually pretty cool to listen to. And I'm not a big wrestling fan. They just mm -hmm. have crazy stories of, like, drugs and sex and uh, being nearly killed a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, I don't know. I was tempted to a ask a question about him being the genie, but I'm like... <laughs> that would have been... I was, I was... I was like, ah, these are all wrestling fans here. They want to have their... They want to have their wrestling time with Brett. Uh, well, of course. I mean, as funny... Like, the... Like... I Yeah, they... I don't know how much they appreciate, appreciate like, the weird, ironic... Thing that we like where <laughs> yeah. it's just like look at how stupid this is You're, <laughs> you, but uh, I guess we maybe we should 
How do you explain a wrestler? I, I, it's just that we have... <laughs> if we're keeping the same fan base, we have our friends who don't watch wrestling, uh, don't watch wrestling, and then, like, uh, 60 people from Africa. Right. <laughs> well, okay, well... Bret Hitman Hart was a legendary wrestler in the in the eighties and nineties. He was the he, well, he is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. That that's what he says, folks. Like I, I'm not. <laughs> He's the excellence one... of execution. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, he's. Uh... He is actually from uh, the same province that from, Cam yeah, and from, I are from Calgary, right? Um, and he, uh, yeah, he, uh, well, you know, I, I've used up all my yeah. Brett the Hitman heart knowledge. He was a hero. <laughs> he was a hero back in the day. It, it's true. Uh, like I said, I wasn't as big into wrestling, but Brett the Hitman heart was, he's one of the staples, a Canadian and a, a semi-local boy. Um, but, uh, in his later years when, you know, he probably. Do you know why he <laughs> left wrestling? Oh yeah, that's a long story. Oh, okay. Well, um, do. You, well, anyway, uh, he left. It has, wrestling it has for, to do with with what's known as the Montreal screw job. Just, just look that up and find the story. It's crazy. I I sh- I'm going to. We'll talk about it next show. Um, uh, but. Also, a delicious cocktail in the Montreal Screwdriver. <laughs> but uh, in his later years, I don't know if it was to pay the bills or just because he's like, you know what, this is something I've always wanted to do. He joined a local Calgary theater group and he played the genie in a uh, play version of Aladdin. Yes. It's the funniest that is, fucking thing. It's a I've real thing. Yeah. That was just. I. Oh, I forget where I saw it. Maybe at your house, maybe at Mike's. I don't know. I just saw it in like a basement. That's yeah, it was like a TV ad. Like, what the hell? He's just sitting there with his arms crossed like he's still wrestling. Like he's doing a wrestling promo. He's just like, <laughs> hey, come see me as the genie. And I'm just like, holy shit, I want to. But I, I probably couldn't drive. And it would be very tough <laughs> to explain to my mom like, hey, I want to go to Calgary to see Bright the Hitman Hart uh, act as a genie in Aladdin. I didn't know you're such a big wrestling <laughs> fan. I'm not. This is just the stupidest. I, I, I have a very advanced sense to advanced sense of uh, um, appreciation for dumbness. So I desperately want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I I could have got the answer why, but I just couldn't. I didn't want it. He was like taking up a lot of time answering questions i'm like oh he's gonna go in 20 minutes into why he was the genie i can't take that time away from these people. <laughs> yeah especially with the montreal screw job hanging over everybody's heads everybody wants to know all the details i do and i like i said i i don't have a horse in the race i like brett the hitman heart he's he's a folk hero but you know what it's like uh like a Link from Legend of Zelda. He shows up, breaks my pots, and I'm just like, yeah. well, that was Link, the hero of time. I don't worship him. I just, I know who he is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, that was Friday. Un, 
I also saw this was in one of the classrooms, as you put it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I saw Mike Quinn, who's a he's a puppeteer, and he he played Nine Numb. Oh, Three Face. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he, uh, he did. He he was the puppeteer for it in Return of the Jedi because it was a puppet back then, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I and then and then he yeah. was actually in the costume for the the new movies. That was a good thing that JJ did. He like put a lot of people like back in the same spots, didn't he? Like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I. Uh, that's so weird. He's a puppet. I would have just assumed as a guy with prosthetics, but I guess. How could they move the lips if it wasn't a complete robot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. A, <laughs> it was a puppet back then, and he was like a teenager. <laughs> that. How would you even write that on your resume? It's like, well, my son for the summer, I uh, moved the mouth of a uh, <laughs> alien pilot for the new Star Wars movie. Well, he's been involved with all of Jim Henson's stuff forever, so uh, he's like a, an understudy ish. Like, is is there? Can you get like an apprenticeship in puppetry? Can you be a, like a red seal puppeteer? <laughs> I don't know. We know a puppet expert. We'll have to ask. Oh, that's right. We do. I I I don't know. There's just something in me that's broken because when somebody's excited to talk about something like Aaron is about puppets, it's like <laughs> oh, I don't I don't want to hear about this. It was a but it was an awesome. It was a pretty good panel that he did though. No, it's it was, good. It was cool got first-hand information that George Lucas did, in fact, direct some of Return of the Jedi. Ah, oh! What what were the... Like... (laughs) It's like... Somebody's like, okay, you were there. You worked in the place. Uh, Did you see... Well, no, he was just talking about when the scenes he was doing puppeteering nine numb and he was like yeah george lucas was directing all the cockpit stuff and I'm like whoa wait what that's well i i mean yes he was technically directing but telling no, he's, billy he's d like, william he's oh. like richard marquand wasn't even there oh geez I'm like well oh. I, huh. I, i'm just saying like uh like those are pretty easy to direct like it's not like he got a good chunk of it's like you're basically telling billy d williams what to say to a puppet (laughs) (laughs) the puppet can say whatever you like how do you direct nia nub or nine nub just like okay shake your head a little bit and just shout gibberish (laughs) okay billy react to it like he said we're about to crash or something that was too close yeah, Billy. That was very urgent. Anyway, we're going to... But, uh... Well, I don't it's... know. It's just... It's just a hear, cool to hear firsthand information because it's always been sort of speculated that, like, yeah, George Lucas probably actually directed most of this. Oh, really? That's but, cool. But Richard Marquand's the credited director... So it's just well, kind of neat to hear, like, oh yeah, George was directing us that day. Sweet, that that is, yeah, it's that's why panels are so great, especially like, 
on the flip side of it being depressing to see fallen celebrities, seeing like the little guys, like the behind the scene guys, they know a lot of stuff. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, so it's, it's cool to hear that. Um, I saw on your Facebook thing, um, you didn't get to meet Patrick Warbart. I know. I wanted Burton. to. He was on Saturday. And I had to work. I, I, I saw him, though, in the <laughs> in the autograph row thing. He was there. I saw him. So uh, That's as close as you get, huh? Yeah. What, what, would you have <laughs> just go up to him? The devils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wanted it. If you, I think his autographs were like 50 bucks or something. I was, like, was kind of like, meh. I just wanted to high five him. Of course, <laughs> uh, up top. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that I, when we went to the one comic, well, it wasn't with you. I went to the one comic book expo, the Calgary Comic Book Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the Soup Nazi there, and I yeah, think his I was, were. Uh, I was there for that one. Oh, you were okay. Yeah. It was weird. I don't remember going to that with... <laughs> like, the thing... It, it, like like I said, I have dementia. It's like, I remember going with specific people to all of them, but I must have just... Who did we, who did we go with to that one? We were... Or did we just go separately? No, we went... We stayed at uh, Eli's house. Oh, right. That's right. That was a, that was a fun trip, I guess. That I don't remember. <laughs> I think, yeah. I, I kind of wish I would have got a Ray Park thing. I wish I would have just right. buckled down and got a Ray Park autograph. But alas, I was like, ah, eh, Darth Maul. Who cares? No, <laughs> nobody likes Darth Maul anymore. Pfft, fucking everyone. That's, He's, that was back when he wasn't alive again. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> not that, not that Ray Park has anything to do with him anymore. Anyway, no. yeah, I mean, but um, so I, I a fun weekend of comic conning and uh, well, yeah, that was on that was that was Friday. I went Friday. me. I went again on Sunday for a little bit. And we caught the uh, Battlestar Galactica panel. I've never watched that show. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like when I saw Anthrax, it's an old 80s thrash band. I'd never seen them before. I went to go see Megadeth. I had never heard an Anthrax song. And they're just playing. I'm like, ah, these guys are good. I like them. It's like that. Yeah. It's like, wow, this yeah. show sounds awesome. I should go see it. Kind of thing. Yeah, well, it was it was really good. Uh, Nash is a fan of the show, at least. So I just, when we went, I'm like, yeah, there's a Battlestar Galactica panel. He's like, what? Really? <laughs> well, so, like, did you, what, what did you learn? Did you learn George Lucas directed a, uh, <laughs> an episode of Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> I I learned actually I learned George Lucas watched that show because of Robin Williams I think <laughs> what okay weird, so... weird secondhand story 
there's just one of the actors from the show had a lot of stories to tell. He was actually pretty funny. He's fun to watch. I just, <laughs> George Luke, I mean, of course he'd come up a lot at Comic-Con. It's just weird that, like, a completely different, like, a guy who did Star Wars mentions him, and then a guy who did another sci-fi mentions him. Just, maybe George Lucas was at that thing, and that's why everybody <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw George the other day. That reminds me of a story. Yeah. <laughs> he was just secretly there. Uh, how could George Lucas secretly be there? He's a very distinct-looking man now. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just, I don't know. Just, uh, I, you have a better George Lucas impression. <laughs> he, finally, he finally gets to build his museum that he's been trying to do forever. I saw the article. I didn't read it. Cause, uh, but, so George, George Lucas is the one building the museum? It's not even, like, a bunch of, like, people who are like, oh, well, George Lucas is, uh, he's, uh, cinematic um, icon. He's shaped well, American... I, I don't think he's literally going to be there like <laughs> no, laying no. down some concrete. It's like, but uh, it's, it's his idea that he's had for a long time. Uh, just directs it all shitty. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to be the foreman. Like, uh, okay, this... Uh, this Put some uh, put some bread under the uh, put some bread under the foundation, George. Why would you put bread under the foundation? Uh, uh, just do it. Kids like bread. Yeah. Anyway, I think it, it's supposed to be some sort of like science and technology museum or something like that. That's fucking cool. And I think he wanted it to be in Chicago or something, but it kept getting blocked for like a long, long time. Why? I don't know. <laughs> and then f f he was finally like. Okay, I'll just put it in LA then, and they're like, "Yeah, so, of course." <laughs> so he, George Lucas finally gets to have his museum, so that's kind of cool. That's awesome. Good. That's what this is all been leading up to. It's like <laughs> as he's he's flying to Africa to film a New Hope. He's like, "Can't wait for my museum." Just gonna... <laughs> oh yeah, this is gonna be sweet. The hold on the rights to all the toys so I can <laughs> fucking buy a museum or I don't know uh, well it, it's just kind of well I'm stammering uh, science and technology museum I, I just would have I figured it would have just been a museum about George Lucas but it's just named after him I guess <laughs> well I don't know I don't know how how it works in the museum world but it's <laughs> right. just I, it's like the Royal Tyrell. I'm sure there was a Ty Tyrell. That's his museum. Yeah. I. But my thing is, uh, when Tyrell, royal or otherwise, was <laughs> like doing, doing, like, it's not like Tyrell was, oh, I don't know. I'm about to bust my own point. Because um, it's like, was Tyrell just a king or whatever before and they just named dinosaur shit after him it's like yeah it's probably exactly what happened <laughs> so George Lucas is just I'm a movie guy and now they're gonna do science shit or show science shit I don't know but I, I'm very curious like what a tech museum will be like it's like this is what a phone is it's like yeah okay <laughs> this is <laughs> this is a new type of waffle iron I don't know <laughs> 
I, I guess it's really telling that I don't go to a lot of museums. I I have a confession to make. I also don't know the museum game, Cameron. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's an interesting one. Yeah. But also on that topic, after uh, after Comic-Con on Sunday, we, we went to uh, see The Last Jedi at the IMAX, which is oh. in the museum. It's in the like, it's in the museum. Well, the yeah, the IMAX leaders in the oh yeah yeah I, in I the Victoria I, Museum thing. I thought you were, like saying the Last Jedi was just in the museum, like a, a DVD case just sitting on display. <laughs> there like, it is, it's the Last Jedi, probably one of the weirdly most hated <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> just everybody fucking bagging on it, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's a cool... It, I don't know. It, it's a cool theater. You just go in, yeah. you learn some shit, buy some Dragon Wolf shirts, and then go <laughs> watch right. a movie. That's right. But my wow, weird yeah. my weird story about that was, like, when... This is Victoria IMAX, so obviously old people. It's There's always going to be old people in there. <laughs> of course. And so... Before the movie, there's it's, they usually just have music playing over the speakers or whatever, and they have the little slideshow thing going on the screen just while everybody's coming in and stuff. But I was noticing the music was on like it's on like a goth rock playlist or something. <laughs> That's great. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what, what the hell is this? Like. It's just playing. This song came on that I was actually really digging it because this song comes on and it sounded the guitar playing sounded so much like Alex Lifeson. It was weird, but the the vocals come in. And it's like the, that like weird low like goth speaking type vocal. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't do it. It's like. Yeah, it's like it's like quiet. I can't even do it. And I was like, "Who is this?" So I like (laughs) shazammed the thing, right? And then I found out the band's name was is this band called Fields of the Nephilim or something like that? (laughs) Oh God, fuck! And it's like this goth rock (laughs) band just like playing. Before the Last Jedi, with like all these old people in there, <laughs> like this that's, is hilarious. That's and great. I, I really like that song now. <laughs> it just brings back fond memories of that time I watched Last Jedi with a bunch of old people. <laughs> just when you're like saying it's a goth rock playlist, it's just like the beautiful people, the beautiful people. <laughs> all these old people are like, oh, this is a positive song. I don't, well, about- I don't know if you call it goth rock. So it sounds like it. I, there's, it's one of those genres that's, they also call it dark wave. Dark wave. <laughs> it's like the same sort of category as like the cult and the cure and uh, a few other Bands like Sisters of Mercy and stuff like that, just spooky pop. <laughs> not just really, it. not really pop. I don't know. Oh, it's weird. Oh. Just <laughs> I'm like I've never heard it called dark wave before, but that's what 
when I looked up the band, it's like goth rock slash dark wave. <laughs> dark wave. That's <laughs> like awesome. It's like all right. Like I don't know. Uh, rock, rock is rock and heavy metal are just there's a billion genres. Just be just needs to be uh two. Just ballads and fucking heavy as fuck. <laughs> it's all you need. It's all the classifications you need. And Duran Duran. Oh, yeah. yeah. Classic heavy metal group, Duran Duran. <laughs> not, <laughs> obviously not metal, but I fucking love the Rio album. <laughs> yeah, you had like a weird... you. That was my most played yeah. album of last year. Oh, Rio. It's played. so good. It's it's good enough that they made Bruce Banner wear a Rio shirt in Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Well, uh, I guess... Uh... <laughs> oh. I don't know why. I really like... I guess... I don't know why the Hulk... Like, now I'm like, oh, the Hulk wore a Duran Duran shirt? That legitimizes it. I have to go listen well, to these guys. It's technically Tony Stark's shirt, as, well, as he yeah. says in the movie. But I'm like, what? What the fuck? He's wearing a Rio shirt. <laughs> You're just sitting in the theater, like, silently cheering, like, yes. I was like, I was like they, right. they get it. <laughs> Rio is good. That's a great album. Tony Stark do it. It's solid. Now, okay, we got a lot to listen to. We got some Iron Maiden. We've got some... Weirdly enough, Rio has been... The through line of this episode is Rio. <laughs> that, Just, is, that is true. <laughs> everything. How about that? It's like, where was the Victoria Comic Con? Rio. <laughs> like, oh no, that's weird, but okay. I get it. Um, wow. Yeah, look at that. I don't know something about it. Like I, I like to say about that album, it grooves for days. Gro- grooves for days. Cameron Mullen quotation marks. You got it. <laughs> I'll have to. Uh... Yeah, I here's the thing. I I'm so culturally like I'll read the news and stuff, but new music and like stuff. Like I'm very. Music and movies and stuff, I have to turn to people's advice. So, <laughs> like, I probably have done no cultural growth since uh, we've stopped doing this. Because Cameron would be like, oh, I, I listen to this. Go listen to it. And then I go, okay. <laughs> I'll go watch this movie. Like, okay. Which reminds me, maybe we'll set up for the next episode. Um I started watching uh, that Transformers. <laughs> Did you? I watched. I watched the first half, and I was like, I have to fucking get a notepad. Like, yeah. I, I, there's not enough bad things. I can just. I can't remember all the bad shit. That that movie is impossible. It yeah. It's it, I don't know. I don't know how to make sense of it. Exactly. It, like. I have. I don't want to get too much into it because I'm thinking our episode 65 is going to be an hour of trashing the last. Uh, <laughs> the last what's night. it fucking called? <laughs> the last night. Lots of lasts in the recent years. I know. Yeah. And the last of everything. Although in the Star Wars case, that was just a tease. 
Or, <laughs> I don't know. It, is it technically true? No, now we're into philosophy. Right. Is Ray truly a Jedi? I don't know. Um, Remains to but, be seen, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, Luke gave her a ringing endorsement after he got punked on super hard. <laughs> Just Luke Skywalker took a really great nap and died. Uh, I hated that, but like I said, I. You know what? Mark Hamill even like made a post about. Anyway, we, we should. <laughs> I we almost. I liked it. I actually liked that. What he did in that I, movie. Yeah, I. I liked it the most part. I just think it was like when Luke died. It was kind of a fuck you death to Luke. I I don't I don't really see it that way. Fair. I'm I'm just I'm just saying it was okay. Maybe maybe not so much a fuck you, just unsatisfying. It was like, mm. well, I wanted my epic standoff, and I got. I yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I get that. It was like that the first time I watched the movie too. I was kind of like left the movie feeling weird about it. Yeah, I I haven't seen it since. Really? No, I. It's just kind of like I'll wait for it to come out on DVD. Yeah, it got. It got better for me. It got I got better the second time, and then. Most recently, when I saw it again, I was like, "Oh man, this is so good!" <laughs> it's visually like awesome. It's just uh... there's some there's some stuff in that movie that doesn't work for me. Canto bite, no, but <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. Like, I almost wish they would have like taken those things and did like a like how they're kind of like just doing. Like make it a Star Wars story thing where it's like like a spy movie mm-hmm. and basically a Star Wars James Bond. Put that in candlelight. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine by me. I like like everything that happens on the island stuff. I was like just loving it. Yeah, I would say with an asterisk. I wasn't like crazy about the Yoda stuff, but uh, it was just really weird I don't know I just thought it was like I don't know I just didn't like the whole anyway fucking <laughs> I, I, I we I have to I don't want to bitch about Star Wars especially when we're drawing to a close on this episode anyway uh go see The Last Jedi listen to Iron Maiden uh <laughs> Rio la- by Duran Duran yeah right and just Rio everything. Maybe try try to make your way through Transformers. <laughs> that oh, I oh sorry. I was actually like You're... it's not a good movie by any means, but I think that's the one I enjoy the most since the first one. And ba- basically only because Anthony Hopkins is having a hell of a time in that movie. Oh, I don't under. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it just. It, it, I could almost see it if Anthony Hopkins was like, 
just read the script and he's like oh my god I I can't act it's like I this will be the greatest acting challenge of all time I <laughs> I'm given the worst piece of uh, I'm given the worst piece of uh, cinema ever written and I have to yeah. try and make it palatable oh he's doing it <laughs> he's like like man he's He's just having a blast in this movie. I've never seen Anthony Hopkins like this before. <laughs> Bad? Yeah, me neither. Um, uh, anyway, you're roboting out super hard, and we're an hour anyway, so we should probably um, cut our losses. Uh, All right. But, uh, yeah, let's uh, maybe give an update where people can go to... Uh, Get uh, the new pods, the old pods, all the pods. All the pods. All the pods are now on. We've moved over to Podbean. Yeah, it's a whole bean full of pods. <laughs> Pod of beans. Um, right. So, but I yeah. There's the Facebook page still. That'll take you everywhere you need to go. Literally whatever on Facebook, and then I think, let's see, what's our, I think it's just, let me find uh, what our uh, site is called here. We'll edit this later. Ha ha ha, that <laughs> uh, old gag. Right. So it's that... literally whatever dot podbean dot com. We're on there. We're still on iTunes. We're still on Stitcher. Who uses Stitcher? But we're there. <laughs> um, great. Well, we're back in a big way. Uh, but uh, in some kind of way. <laughs> it's some it's some kind of way. I I swear to God, this might be a lost taped episode because I'm. I'm betting there's a technical hiccup somewhere we don't catch until after we uh, <laughs> get it all put together. Like, like, it's like, oh, your microphone was set to cat noises, and it's just <laughs> one guy's going meow, meow, meow the entire time. Uh, well, hopefully, it didn't, probably, hopefully, it didn't come to that. Um, but anyway, let's wrap it up like we've been trying to do for fucking twenty minutes. <laughs> so. Anyway, goodbye from me. Yeah, peace out from me. And uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>